Hi, I'm Johnny Reinhardt, and you're listening to the Meet the Makers podcast. In this show, we talk to the masters who create beer, wine, and spirits in Southwest Michigan to hear what inspires their craft. It's all part of the Makers Trail. Plan your trip today at makerstrail.org. But for now, it's time to meet the makers. We're here at Free Run Cellars here in Berrien Springs, and we're talking to the uh, the main winemaker here, uh, Brian Carlson. Do you call yourself the chief winemaker, the the wine master? What is what is, what do you like to call yourself? Uh, I, I like the imperial wine master. Oh, I like that. A, and or the grand poobah both work for me just fine. That's a great way yeah. to go. I like that. I like I'm, that. I'm the winemaker. That's awesome. my title. That's wonderful. So uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, you've been here for. Uh, you said a few years, a couple of years now? A couple of years, yeah. Started, uh, well, moved here from Walla Walla, Washington area in uh, August of 2016. Okay. So I just wrapped up my third vintage in Michigan. Wonderful. Yeah. So what? tell me about how this all started for you. Um, obviously, so you spent some time over on the west coast in in washington where winemaking is is a great place to uh great place to make wine yeah yeah i i grew up in oregon and uh strangely at a pretty young age decided that i wanted to study winemaking okay i remember uh touring some wineries in in napa valley and uh i don't know i was probably 10 years old okay and that made an impression on me and then as I got into high school, uh, studied chemistry and, you know, did well at that, found that interesting. And my parents liked wine. I tasted occasionally. Sure. And, and uh, yeah, it just seemed like a, an interesting profession. So yeah. I, I went to, heard about the program at UC Davis and studied there and uh, been at it pretty much ever since for 30 years or so. So you started at a very young age. Really, to, yeah. at least in the realization of this is what I want to do when I grow yeah. up. You were you were figuring that out yeah. before I was, high school. Uh, I went I went to visit that that university um, when I was sixteen. You know, before getting out of high school and learn more about it, and decided that's where I was headed. That's awesome. Yeah. And at what point in in your your career of first starting out did you did you make like that 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 bottle of wine or you know make that wine that you were like oh. This is good. I actually did something. I did something right. I did it. I did all the things that I was taught, and I made an actual good wine. Because obviously, there's going to be yeah. some trial and error. On well, anything. sure, sure. You know, um, honestly, the first winery I worked at uh, back in 1984, I made some really nice wines, and it's it's not difficult to make great wine. Yeah. Um, you you have to have great fruit. And then a lot of it's the basics, you know. And so to, to the difficulty is making consistently great wines year in and year out with different growing seasons. And, you know, that's, that's what's hard. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, it was, it was like first, first out of the gate, it was like, wow, that's good stuff. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's great, yeah. Because, I mean, I know some people, whether they are winemakers or distillers or even brewers, that there's that, oh, man. That is an awful, awful. That's, right. That's right. going to be that my. Happen. That's going to be stuff I'm just going to take home, <laughs> and I'm just going to enjoy that myself because I know I made it. But eh, I don't know if other people are going going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But so you did that. So that was uh, at a young age. You did that for uh, quite a amount of time. So what made you say, "All right, it's time to go to another place 
where they also have a lot of the things that, like you said, to, for, to make great wine, yeah. having good grapes. We got that here in southwest Michigan. We do. Um, you know, I had, had only worked and lived on the west coast uh, until moving here, and honestly, I didn't know a whole lot about the Michigan wine industry. I remember, I think it was in 2012, I went to a Riesling Rendezvous event um, at uh, that St. Michel Winery in Washington hosted and had some exposure to some Michigan Rieslings um, then and was impressed with, with what I tried. Sure. Um, but I was, I was uh, out of work and looking for work and, and uh, saw that Round Barn was looking to hire. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was like March or April or whatever of 2016 and had some interviews with them over the phone. And then they brought me out for a week to kind of really see the place. Yeah. And I was very impressed with what they were doing. I had a chance to spend some time trying wines from other wineries in the area as well and uh, you know discovered that we can make great wines here and yeah. and i also felt that i could make you know a, a positive contribution to this area from you know my background and experience mm-hmm. um i was frankly kind of stagnating in in washington sure. making the same stuff yeah. for for more than 20 years and this has been a big challenge for me you know new varieties new styles a lot more sweeter wines, working with hybrids, varieties that I never had. So it was good for me in a, in a, in a growth sense in my career as well. Yeah, and it, it, I will say it almost seems like um, things change year after year in, in this area when, when it comes to um, the growth of, of all of these grapes. And in, we've, we're kind of talking a lot about this earlier is that especially with wine sometimes things change year after year like you'll have mm-hmm. oh that's a really great year um and you know when people you know you hear people say that all the time oh that's a good year that's a good year and it's all of those factors it's you know it's good weather and, yeah. and it's all of those different things yeah i've i've you know just seen three harvests so far and each has been different mm-hmm. um and certainly from my perspective out west they've been more challenging than sure. I'm used to sure. here just because of the climate and the weather and the higher humidity and rain during the growing season and all that. But even so, we've made great wines each vintage. That's wines, wines that I'm really pleased with and proud of. That's great. Yeah. D- yeah. And obviously great, delicious wines and all those things. Now, your do you much like, uh, you know, you can ask somebody like what's your, you know, everybody that has multiple kids, there is a favorite child. Uh, let's just be honest that happens when it comes to wine what has been your favorite or what is your favorite wine to drink year after year um for white varieties it's hands down sauvignon blanc and it has been for a long time when i first when i first had it um when i was in college a lot of them i didn't like because they weren't the the fruit sure. wasn't grown properly, and they were too vegetative. Mm-hmm. But as people have learned better how to train the canopies and do leaf removal and things like that, the the fruit's gotten better and the wines have gotten better. And so I really really like Sauvignon Blanc. And uh, for reds, it's Pinot Noir. Um, I really like 
Cabernet Sauvignon and Bordeaux mm -hmm. varietal uh, red blends. But Pinot's my favorite. When I can find one, I really sure, like. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah, and you even mentioned that you know, the, the, as years change, you even said like, oh, there's some stuff that's going to be the coming up in, in 2017. Because I even heard last year when, I, when I've made these tours around to these different places that a lot of a lot of wineries had said this is going to be this is going to be a good year mm -hmm. for for harvest and you know all the factors are working in your favor and you said a lot of that 2017 stuff is going to be really great yeah yeah each each vintage is different mm -hmm. and while each vintage so far here in michigan for me 16 17 18 we've made a lot of great wines across the board you know, some, some years, one variety is going to stand out a little bit more than another. And you just kind of have some favorites within sure. each year. Yeah. 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 And things, obviously, uh, you know, it's part artist, part chemist when it comes to that. So how much more uh, leaning on the, the artist side of kind of taking a gamble and, and you know, trying different things? How much How much do you like to do? Are you more of a... I like to, to stick with, with what I'm great at. Or do you play around a little bit here at, at Free Run? Yeah, I've honestly, um, the science is important mm -hmm. and paying attention to that, but it's become less important to me. Sure. I guess I just have learned to trust my palate and yeah. intuition more. And, and instinct with everything. Yeah, it's... You know, great wine is not great because of the numbers that you analyze from it, you know. Definitely. So it's, yeah, I've, I've gotten a little more wild <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 you know, laid back about it. Well, that's, that's actually what will end up making something that will surprise you and say, oh, I, I, I you know, I, I tried something different on that one and it, and it worked out. Sometimes, right. you know, it, it may fail. Uh, and but that's you know that's the game you play right. when, when you're doing all that stuff. But um, uh, obviously you've enjoyed uh, some great harvests, and as we uh, head into the next year, um, are things looking pretty good on the on the the, the harvest side and all that stuff? Um, on the 2018 side for you? Yeah, yeah. The the crop load was mm -hmm. smaller uh, than than usual, but. We've got some good stuff in the tank that we'll be bottling next year and sure. then for the reds the following year. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's great stuff. And uh, for, for free run specifically, um, because you, you do the wine for a couple uh, of the different places here in, in southwest Michigan with Brown Barn and as well as Tabor Hill, correct? Yeah, yeah, and for so free runs. For, with free run, um, what is the difference? Because I, I, from what I've always heard is that and you were telling me is it's more more small batch and small. What what does it mean by that? What what are you uh, what are you making on the small batch side? Well, so it kind of varies year to year which wines we're going to feature sure. at Free Run, and the 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 focus and the intent, especially with Free Run, is to highlight the local fruit, mm -hmm. the fruit grown in this Appalachian, Lake Michigan shore. And, you know, a lot of our other wines uh, are blends from fruit from this area and some mm -hmm. other areas. Uh, but for, for free run, we're focusing on, you know, smaller batches, more just pure uh, Vitis vinifera fruit, the European varietals. Mm -hmm. um, and trying, you know, most of them honestly like this year we bottled, I think, nine different wines, 
and only one of them had some residual sugar, so they were more, you know, drier sure. style wines. Uh, a lot of people here like, you know, s- sweet wines, but we're trying right. to also give some options. And with yeah. three different brands and 50-some different wine products, we can right. do that. Well, and, and as, as people, as the years go by and people change, and, and you said, you know, you trust your palate, but even some people that will come here, their palates will change even year after year. May they, they have started out maybe wanting to only want something that is dry or something that is sweet, and they kind of you know move around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's quite normal to see a progression. And, you know, most people when they're starting out would prefer a sweeter, white sure. kind of a wine. Mm-hmm. And, and typically they'll progress to appreciate all styles. That's wonderful. So, we, yeah, we, we like being able to present that, a variety to people. Right, and it's it's a, a beautiful place to, to walk into and uh, to to stare out the window and and uh, many of the the wineries that you go to in Southwest Michigan. But as soon as I walk in, you know, I have this beautiful view of these uh, these vineyards right through the window. And you come in here and you sit down and you uh, you try a lot of these great wines. And you know, you're not going to find these wines everywhere. I mean, because it's no. like a smaller batch, so it's it's a, yeah. you more or less have to come here or find some specific places in order to find it. So it is a, a good destination right. kind of thing for whether it's locals or people coming from out of town. Yeah, and our our production here at Free Run is is really small, and we're not putting the wines out really into distribution. So it's sure. kind of if you want these wines, you get them here. And we're also, you know, some of the some of the varieties are pretty common, but others are less so. For example, we've bottled a Pinot Blanc mm-hmm. uh, the past couple of years, and not too many people are making that. Sure. Um, we've done a rosé out of Pinot Meunier, and that's pretty rare in the country as okay. well. Wow. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to try that for sure. And it, but it's good to have when you have small batch things and 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 limited quantities of. Obviously, you're gonna have people that are gonna be coming here and and enjoying it and then telling everybody else about it. But almost being a little greedy and saying, okay, I know these are small batch, so I'm gonna take these and these are going to be mine. I'm not gonna yeah. just you know give these as Christmas gifts or or things like that. Or they may because they just want to show off the really awesome stuff here. Right. So what would you say, and I like to ask everybody about this, what would you, what is something that maybe, I like to know secrets sometimes, but what is something that maybe you're, you're looking to, to try out or maybe something that you may see coming, whether it's this year or, or next year or something like that, that you may be working on that's maybe in the beginning stages or coming soon? Um. We don't, we don't have any real specific things in mind. I mean, I've got some stuff rolling around in my head, but <laughs> I don't know if it's going to get any traction. Sure. So I don't want to, I don't really Well, you can, say. anybody can dream. You can always oh, yeah. have dreams for stuff, but that's, uh, well, I, I have enjoyed my time, uh, trying, you know, checking out all the great wines that you have here. Uh, many time I've come here, I've had a great time and enjoyed, uh, absolutely delicious wine. So when people come here, um, what should what should they expect when they when they come in here into uh, the tasting room here at Free Run? Well, a lot of the tasting rooms in the area are you know much bigger and mm-hmm. crazier, and this is a, a smaller sure uh, 
kind of a more quaint um, mm-hmm. venue, more personalized service, right? More opportunity to, you know, have some time to speak to the mm-hmm. server, learn about the wines. Um, yeah, because that's kind of that, a more yeah. you know opportunity for one-on-one communication. Exactly, which yeah. is I think pretty valuable. Definitely. I, I did think of a product that's not likely to be for free run, but we, we've been making a blueberry wine, oh. and we've been making a Cabernet Franc port in the past okay. at Tabor Hill. Well, the blueberry wine's for Elmer, but I think we might try a blueberry port coming up. Oh, we wow. did a very small batch, like 15 gallons of it this last year. Yeah. It's really good. Now, when you're, you're, you're doing wine for, for multiple venues, when you are, you know, working on something and, you know, since you've, you've kind of, the free run is more of the small batch kind of, um, would you say, since it is small batch, it's almost like the, the testing area for, for things like that? Like, is there like a wine that you may, you know, release as a free run as a small batch and then maybe think about in the future doing it something that may be, Across a couple different. Um, well, p- possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, however, you know a lot of the a lot of the wines that you would have in multiple sure. places are yeah. going to be more the, I guess I'd say mass appeal sure. products, and you know we hope that everyone's going to love <laughs> all of the free run wines, right. but they are kind of more the exclusive things. That, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah, I, I've enjoyed every wine that I've had from well, from Free Run you. for sure, and it's it's wonderful. And it's it's what it, what's it feel like when I mean you've you've had this experience for many years, but what's it feel like when you see somebody uh, and you see somebody say, "Oh my gosh, that wine is my absolute favorite," and know that you were the person that made it? Yeah, well, of course, I enjoy that experience very much. Yeah, um, but I also know that. You know, one of the one of the wines we have here, uh, Sauvignon Blanc. I think it really rocks. I yeah. love it, but it's a style. You know, there's different styles of Sauvignon Blanc, and not everybody feels the same as me. Sure, but I'm fine with that. You know, it's it's selling well, and unfortunately, it's going to sell out sooner than I'd like, but. Uh, it's it's really good, and I'm comfortable in myself enough to, to say, no, you, you don't have to like it, but I know it's good, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's got it's got my stamp of approval yeah. on it, and I know a few people will like it, and I know there's there are people out there, and you may not, but yeah, that's okay. Yeah, it is because you know there's a big diversity of people Definitely. and tastes and preferences, and it doesn't it doesn't bother me, it doesn't offend me that not everybody likes exactly. it because I just know that's the way. The way of the world, you know. Yeah, and people love it, and uh, people hate it, you know, or, or, or somewhere in between. And, mm-hmm. and like you said, with palates being different, obviously things are going to be uh, your your favorites will not be the same as someone else's. Right, right. Well, this has been absolutely wonderful, Brian. I've had a Thank great you, time. Um, I appreciate it. Uh, you taking the time to uh, chat with me about uh, all the great work that you're doing here at Free Run Sellers. And uh, anything else you want to add? Come visit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Tell yeah. people out there to come visit. Yeah, plan plan your trips definitely here on on the Maker's Trail to check out Free Run Cellars here in Berrien Springs. Uh, a nice, uh, I would I would say quaint. Would you say the word quaint? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a nice uh, you know focused on you um, and all the great wines that you may like, and you will definitely I, I guarantee you will find 
at least one that you'll love, and I'm sure it's one that you'll love as well, Brian. Yeah, well, I'm, I like them all, or I wouldn't have put my, put my stamp on it, you know. Wonderful. These are special wines. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of Meet the Makers. We'd love for you to leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And remember, it's all brought to you by the Makers Trail. Plan your route today at makerstrail.org. And remember to drink responsibly.